Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. This being a Monday, we're going to get back to having a typical kind of uh, Monday recap of the WCC and different things that are going on. A few weeks back, we touched a little bit on uh, the three programs that took European trips. Well, lo and behold, there's a fourth WCC program, Santa Clara, that is taking a European summer trip to kick off uh, their season before the school year starts. And uh, I think these are very important. They're great to see. They're great to know that programs are going on on these type of events. Um, I think, you know, because of COVID and the shutdown and the lack of it able to do a lot of things over the last couple of years, I think we've seen more college programs take advantage of this rule where you can go once every four years this summer than than I can remember in, in, in recent memory, recent history. But when you look at uh, Santa Clara and uh, their trip, they are in Spain. And for, for anybody that doesn't follow uh, international basketball, European basketball, um, behind the NBA, which is clearly by far the best league in the world, Spain probably has the best professional league. Uh, their top league is called the ACB. You have Real Madrid, you've got uh, Barcelona, you've got uh, uh, Funlabrado, you've got a, a number of different programs and or in teams that are in that top ACB league, Valencia, um, Juventus, that obviously uh, are at the top of that league, but then they also play in what's called the Euro League, where you'll have in the bigger countries in Europe with the best leagues, you'll have the top of those leagues play in the Euro League. I think in in each year there's roughly 20 teams in the Euro League, but um you know that's a that's a different conversation for a different day and and how that is structured. Really wanted to get into, you know, the importance of this trip for Santa Clara. You know, when you go on these trips, you're typically going to play anywhere from 3 to 5 games. You're going to do a lot of sightseeing, you're going to do uh, a lot of team bonding, a lot of different experiences where really you can just kind of get away with that core group that is a part of your program before the school year starts. And you get the added bonus and benefit like we've talked about with the other three programs uh, of being able to get some practice time in. Um, and I think this might be more important for Santa Clara than it is for the other three programs. And we'll touch on the other three programs again uh, towards the end. But the reason I think it's so important for Santa Clara uh, is the fact that uh, they, outside of Gonzaga losing Chet Holmgren, um, lost the biggest pieces of of their program, of their team, of their roster from a season ago. And that would be Josip Frankic, uh, as well as Jalen Williams. I mean, Jalen Williams uh, was one of those guys that you saw potential um, as a freshman, you saw growth as a sophomore, and then he absolutely exploded um, as a junior where, you know, I think he, I think he did lead the conference in scoring. I don't have those numbers directly in front of me, but, um, the way he continued to improve and the way he kind of, uh, uh, you know, impacted the game in so many ways, uh, was huge for Santa Clara. Santa Clara could have been an NCAA tournament team a season ago, uh, if it were not for a couple untimely injuries, uh, Brankich getting mono, uh, and then also, you know, just COVID shutdowns that didn't necessarily were a result of their program, but other programs and then having to pause games and reschedule games. But when you look at it, uh, they could have been an NCAA tournament team. Their numbers stacked up very favorably. 
Um, if you really, if, if, if they might've gotten one or two more wins throughout the course of the season, uh, they would have been an NCAA tournament team in my estimation. And they had the talent where, you know, similar to, to San Francisco, they, they could have uh, maybe made a run if with the right uh, matchup in that first round. But again, Jalen Williams did so many things last year. He handled the ball to initiate offense. He was in pick and rolls, both with the ball in his hand, uh, off the bounce, as well as in live ball pick and rolls. He did a great job getting out in transition. They would run him off screens and in different angles and different settings. Um, and so I think the reason Santa Clara's foreign trip is so much more is, is so keen to keep an eye on is the fact that they've got to figure out how they're going to play without Jalen Williams. Um, if you talk to their coaching staff, I'm pretty sure after they saw their growth between freshman, sophomore and sophomore and junior year, they had an expectation or a thought that, you know, if junior year goes well, maybe he leaves early. Well, junior towards the end went unbelievably well declared for the draft skyrocketed up draft boards and then obviously was a first round pick of the Oklahoma City Thunder so um, good stuff there for for him and best of luck to him in his career but when you're looking at Santa Clara how do you replace that production of Rankich and Jalen Williams and I think you're going to get to get to see a lot of guys get an opportunity to prove their metal prove their worth on this European trip. I think Keyshawn justice has been a guy. He seems like he's been in Santa Clara forever. Um, he's been solid his whole career, um, but has he been able to expand his game? Can he, uh, you know, break out of that mold of kind of what he seems to be at times as, as a kind of a three and D kind of solid guy. Can he be a go-to scorer? Um, Parker Braun, you know, he's uh, started his career at Missouri. You know, he's been a nice addition. Is he going to make a jump in production? Uh, Betty Ako has been mostly a defensive player over the last couple of years, but can he add some offensive punch on the low block? Uh, Carlos Stewart, as a freshman last year on the perimeter, um, showed some flashes, average over five points a game. Um, is he going to take this experience and, and really kind of build off of it? Then they've got a couple different freshmen that that are, are intriguing. Uh, the big big guys from Germany, uh, two separate guys, one a seven footer, one a six nine. Um, you know, I, I think because of again losing Brankich, losing uh, Jalen Williams, lots of guys are going to have opportunities on this trip uh, to kind of maybe not distance themselves from other guys on the roster, but give themselves. Uh, put their best foot forward and give themselves a chance to kind of solidify what their possible role might be. Are they going to be a starter? Are they going to be first guy off the bench? Uh, are they going to be a rotational player? So um, of all the programs, I think uh, Santa Clara's is the most important, but the one we'll touch on really quickly, you know, Pepperdine, it was important for them to go to Costa Rica uh, simply for the fact that, you know, last year they were so inexperienced. They went the grad transfer out last season. A couple of them didn't work out. Those grad transfers, um, left the team really before the WCC play and conference play even began. Uh, and so you had to rely a lot on Jan Zedek uh, as a, as a, as a scorer. And then you had three really good freshmen a season ago, Maxwell Lewis, Mike Mitchell Jr. Uh, and Houston Millette. And I thought those guys uh, showed a lot of promise, but, you know, going into their sophomore year, you're hoping to see some growth. And so I, that's what I think uh, that Costa Rica trip did for Pepperdine is give them a chance to get more game reps, um, game responsibilities, game reps, game looks. Uh, when you look at St. Mary's, you know, they went to Australia. Not a big surprise that it was Australia. And, and I think they went to Australia for a couple of reasons. You know, their recruiting pipeline has always been great down there. Um, 
you know, they they did uh, lose a big piece in Tommy Cousy, um, you know, but when you also look at it, you got they got a lot coming back. Logan Johnson is back. Uh, Marshallonis is back. He had a good FIBA summer with uh, Lithuania. Um, then you you look at Alex Dukas, um, Kyle Bowen, uh, Mitchell Saxon, they're all back. And I like what St. Mary's did in going to Australia. You know, Dukas and Bowen and, and a lot of those guys, uh, not only those guys, but a couple others on the roster and guys in the past are from Australia. So it gave them a chance to kind of go back, maybe play where family or friends could get there. Um, but it also probably, I'm, I'm sure, strengthens a lot of those networks and the relationships and the recruiting pipeline. And then the last one uh, would be Loyola Marymount. You know, in year one, understand Johnson, I thought they did a tremendous job. Year two last year, um, you know, they they still relied on, on Eli Scott a lot, uh, but they were impacted by injuries and COVID probably more than any team in the WCC a season ago. Um, and so I think it was perfect timing for LMU to get out for a trip, get their season jump started, uh, get them the ability to kind of, you know, put guys in different roles and, and learn who's going to be um, kind of the, the rock solid foundational pieces for the season coming up. Obviously, Kelly Leah Pepe is uh, probably, you know, that multidimensional guy that's that's going to be a big piece. I think Jalen Anderson is somebody who has uh, had a lot of uh you know, promise coming in and then he's been injured a lot. So um, a couple, those are a couple guys that will, I think it's going to be very important uh, for them uh, in, in get, having got game reps and game responsibilities um, on their European trip. So um, lots of good things around the WCC, but again, four of the 10 teams went on European trips uh, was finally able to, cover Santa Clara's a little bit this year. I think that's uh, something that uh, when teams get a chance every four years, it's awesome to see them make the most of it. And again, because of the COVID uh, issues over the last couple of years, uh, limiting practices, limiting travel, limiting opportunities uh, for growth of culture within a program. I think uh, that's one reason you're seeing with that ability to do that again, you're seeing lots of programs take advantage. So um, again, lots of good things going with Gonzaga Nation, SI, each Monday moving forward now as we start the school year, oddly enough, next week, a lot of WCC schools will start school. We'll start transitioning into previewing uh, each team, each roster, um, what their non-conference looks like, and we'll start taking a closer look at Gonzaga throughout uh, the month of September as well. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and review on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network.